This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate, episode 125. Uh, you got Ketter here. I'm battling a cold, so if I cough, I apologize. I'm here with BizDev. Where can we find you? In the corners of your analytics section. Of? Morning Skate Podcast. I think you need to get better at your tagline, because it's a good tagline, but then when you go to say it's you get lost halfway through. Find me in the corners of your analytics and grinding uh, up and down your social media. Fuck, dude. Okay. All right, Hal, how you doing, buddy? We're also with... I'll say what up. I'm all right, dude. I'm going to keep it short and sweet so I don't end up doing what Dale just did to himself there. That's all you got. Uh, how was your week this week? Anything crazy? It was good. No, today I'm, I'm a little tired. I'm not, like, tired. Like, I need to go to bed. I'm tired, like, solid Sunday, 4 o'clock, fell asleep on the couch for, like, an hour, 15-minute nap. Just kind of in that fog after, like, I'll probably sleep great tonight. But, um, yeah, good Sunday. I, I, I looking forward to what's coming up. I feel like these weekends are just going so much faster now, and I just don't know what's going on. I went to a Rangers game this weekend. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm sure you're going to talk about that later in your Heroes and Zeros, which are all about yours truly. Uh, it was a good time. Love going down to the city. Can never live there. Every time I'm there and, like, I leave, like, as I'm leaving the city, I'm like, I cannot believe that people actually, like, spend their entire lives living here. It's it's crazy. Um, Dale, how was your week? It was great, dude. Weather broke here in Saratoga. It was a like beautiful. Fifty hour. degrees. It was yeah. perfect. I went skiing yesterday up in Vermont. Great weekend. Yeah. You know, you know, it's. I don't Got know. To if, go to the Thunder game. <clears throat> hell yeah! I don't know if you guys can recognize this, but like one that whenever it gets to a certain degree weather outside, like so, let's say fifty degrees, as you're walking, you can almost smell spring and like summer dude, starting to. Come everyone's in. happy too. Like yeah. everybody's like saying hi to me on the street. Like yeah, hell yeah. Hal, what do you think of that? Are you into the weather or no? Well, I got two things on this. One, like, I think at the end of the day, you got to realize, though, like, there's at least one more storm that's coming, dude. Like, we're not out of this yet. Like, it's more of, like, a tease at this point. Like, it's not really actually about to happen. Two, I don't know. I can't believe that Dale's pro this. He seemed pretty upset. He was sending photos out late, waiting in lines at, like, Stratton Mountain, dude. I was like, beautiful day outside, and your response was like, the lines are too big. Well, yeah, but the lines did look really They bad. looked huge, dude. It looked terrible, but I'm just saying, it's not all roses, dude. Yeah, I mean, we took the wrong ski route. It happens. We had oh. to go to Gondola, so the Gondola line was terrible. 
absolutely terrible. How many people fit in a gondola? Like six. So it wasn't just you and you and the uh, roommate or significant other. Yeah, that would have been nice, but no. It was yeah, sexy. So you can make some memories, dude. Alright right, guys, so let's just hop in. We got a busy podcast. It's trade deadline week. Uh, NHL news, go. All right, before we kind of get into our trades and, and the trade bait and all that stuff, we have a couple stories. The first one, Alex Ovechkin scored his 700th goal. Um, if you guys are on Instagram, I mean, you should be by now. The NHL put out a video, and it was every single one of his 700 goals. Did you guys get a chance to see that? Did you see that, Hal? No. It was 11 minutes and 32 seconds long. And it wasn't like it was like a 30-second lead-up to the goal. That Like, every goal was like maybe three seconds. Like, it was crazy. Um, saw some good ones, the one with him on the back, the one with him scoring on Carey Price. And then it gradually just gets to a point where he just starts taking one-timers uh, on the one side of the power play, and it's like every goal just in, in, in. It just goes on for six minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's insane. Uh, so he needs 194 goals, to, I think, to tie the great one. So he needs 195 goals to pass 99. Uh, Really, really cool accomplishment, man, especially because Wayne Gretzky, you look at his records and it's it's nuts. And like, I mean, I guess we got to see him a little bit when he was with the Rangers or, or the Blues. But I feel like we never really got to, like, see him craft like the game of hockey. And the fact that we I mean, I remember Alex Ovechkin as soon as he came in the league and the fact that, like, we can actually say that we were a part of, like, watching this guy score all these goals and like battle, win a cup. Uh, he's just, he's a bull on skates and he's just an incredible hockey player. What, what do you have on Alex Ovechkin? Yeah, I thought you kind of touched on it there. Like when you're talking about the progression of his goals, but I thought it was super fitting that his 700th was like, just like a bomb from like the right circle. Do you know what I mean? Like just release. You never like Alex Ovechkin. Like if you don't have like an HD TV, like you can't see a shot go in. Like yeah. you have to have like high quality TV to like barely catch it. I don't know. I think I, I think it's crazy to see, like, how he's continued to, like, be at this rapid pace. Like, do you remember, like, four years ago, we did not think he would be continuing to fire like this. He won a cup, and now he's, like, just as good after winning a cup. So, I don't know. The one thing I wanted to ask you, though, um, people are already starting to say that he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. What's your take on that? I mean, dude, he needs 194 more goals to tie. Uh, that's, that's a lot of fucking goals, dude. That let's say you're putting up 30, let's say realistically 30 goals a season. He, he might score more some years, but average it out 30 goals, right? Yeah. That's almost seven seasons of consistent 30 goal scoring. So like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's pretty yeah. crazy. If anybody can do it, it's this guy. And another thing, like with all the goals that you see, like, yeah, there's some cool dangles, like some cool breakaways, but like the one thing that has gradually it got better, better, better. And I don't know if it continues to get better, but like his shot is next level type shit. And you kind of touched on it, whether it be a slap shot or even his wrist shot. His wrist shots are so heavy. And like you ever, I always thought it was funny when people talk about shots, like, oh yeah, that guy's got a heavy shot. But like you knew exactly what the fuck he was talking about. Like a heavy shot's a shot that hits the goalie and somehow just fucking goes through him. You know what I mean? Like Ovechkin's always had that. Do I think he does it? Yeah. But like, 
I don't, which sucks because I hate Butch Gross, but I don't think that you can start calling him that now until he does it. Yeah, I think it's right at the end of the day, like the greatest goal scorer of all time is the person who scored the most goals. Like, that's all that matters is how many got in. So, yeah, but I, it's cool, dude. Um, yeah, so our, our buddy, uh, our writer Disco, wrote a blog about it, and he had a bold prediction. He said, Ovi passes Gretzky in the 25-26 season at the age of 40, the week of January 5th. Book it. So my question to you guys is, do you think that's early? Do you think it's late? If you had to pick a week that he that he uh, he passes Kratz, what do you think? I mean, what's that, five years from now, right? He's <clears throat> 34, so he'd be 39 at that point. Wait, no, no, no. It's 1920 is this season, right? No, it's 20. What year is it right now? It's 2020. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah, 1920. Do you imagine that Ken just said? No, it is. So it's 1920. So next year it'll be 2021. Yeah, oh, I see. So it's six years. So in six years, he'll score 194 goals. I mean, that's kind of a little bit over 30 goals a year. So, yeah, I mean, that that could be spot on. I like the fact that he kind of came out with that. That'd be really cool if that ends up happening. Yeah, I like the fact that he put a week in it. (laughs) Right? We'll have to go back on that. Do you think it's doable, Hal? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, though. I did want to say, though, uh that i like i haven't ever i don't think i've met the capitals kid who writes but he said i love that he's like a capitals kid like like he's he he loves it dude like i had no idea i figured out pretty quickly he was a capitals fan but like he's been just like yeah waiting for this goal to happen like he was just so pumped up he had he had this blog in the drafts i'm not kidding i think two weeks ago Maybe a week ago, like he's had that he had it prepared, like ready to fucking go. He just kind of wait to press the publish button. So, so the other, how many games was it? Like four or five? Uh, eighteen, eighteen games since he was two away. That's eighteen well, days, two away, dude. Eighteen days. Not 18 sorry, games. sorry. Um, but <laughs> so, so Hal, you actually have met Disco my freshman year at Brockport. He was my, he was across the hall roommate. You definitely were. Hanging out with him the weekend we shaved your head. So, <laughs> yeah, for the listeners who don't know, pretty much world. whenever me, Dev, and Hal hang out, we get a couple beers in Hal, and they're like, you know what, you, dude, you need a haircut. And this isn't this isn't like the first time that's so that happened. Was, I think that it's was happened 2010. two or three times. Yeah, and years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think Hal's significant other finally put the kaboot to that, but we'll we'll see you at his bachelor party this year. Uh, moving on. All right, here we go. This is this story took over everywhere. Dave, Dave or David Ayers, did I say that right? I think I did. 42-year-old Toronto Marlies and Boney driver, uh, emergency backup goalie, goes in for the Hurricanes after Mrazic and Reimer get hurt and ends up beating the Toronto Maple Leafs. He had eight saves on 10 shots. The Canes ended up winning 6-3. to three. The shirt that he wore underneath his goalie gear was a Toronto Maple Leaf shirt. This guy's a diehard Leafs fan, and he goes in and he beats them. <coughs> How... How do you only get 10 shots on this guy? How are you not throwing everything you possibly can on that? That makes no sense. Yeah, so so a few things. One, I was looking through, apparently, like, Matthews, Marner, and a couple other their younger players, I think uh, Hyman, they all got, like, benched with the, like, last five minutes of the game. Like, most of them got benched by their coach because they were playing so poorly because they couldn't get any shots on that. Um, but, yeah, one, oh, also – Goalie is actually a Bruins fan who is the Marley's Zamboni driver, but he is a Bruins fan, not a Maple Leafs fan, which I feel like kind of helped because you got to think too. Are like, you sure? Did he come out and say that? 
Yeah, look it up. All right. 100%. And, his, and I mean, I was I don't know if you're following along. His wife was electric on Twitter. Electric. Kind of like that move. She she um I, she did tweet a photo of his Bruins blanket, which confirmed it. But I thought she was awesome. But I think honestly, the major story of this is that the Leafs just lost to a backup goalie. Leafs nation, no, not like, even a, dude, not even a backup goalie, an emerging yeah, an AHL Zamboni driver, and like they are losing it online. I thought that like Dangles guy's video was hilarious. Fire Dubis is a hashtag. They're chanting "Let's go Raptors" at the game. Like, and they're still in a playoff spot while all of this is happening. I don't know. What's your thought on that? I just think Toronto's insane. I mean, that five-year plan, dude. We, we keep coming back to this. I was supposed to be fucking, gra- what is it, rose petals and all that shit. And just, you guys just lost to an emergency backup goalie who is your Zamboni driver. Like, <laughs> that's insane to me. I also, I mean, classic Hurricanes to, like, fucking make them a t-shirt jersey and to get all their players on social media, like, calm it. Like, I hate the fucking Hurricanes, dude. I cannot stand them. Yeah, very cool moment, but, like, I don't know. Maybe that's just my hatred towards them. What did, did you see what they were doing on, on the internet, the interweb? No, not really. I saw they're, like, having him come down for the game or something like that, and he's becoming, like, an honorary, like, citizen or something ridiculous like that. But I... Yeah, I don't really care about that that much. Like, they, I just try to ignore stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get the fact that he won a game and he shouldn't have won a game. But, okay, dude, he only faced 10 fucking shots. He let in two goals. And on top of that, you just lost your starter and your backup goalie, and you guys are acting like you won the fucking Stanley Cup. Right? Or... I think, yeah, dude, but at the same time, I think, like, you work in, like, marketing. I feel like it's just, like, a oh, it's great marketing work. thing. Yeah, but that's I mean, that's what I'm trying to say is the Carolina Hurricanes are just nothing but marketing. Yeah, I know. Okay. I agree with you on that. I was just trying to say that, too. So David Ayers gets to keep his game-worn jersey, and he got $500 for the for the game from the contract. Yeah. I think if I'm that guy, I spend that $500 that night, 100%, right? Oh, yeah. Like, gotcha. your, like just, you got to spend it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, I, what do you what do you spend it on? Just booze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably just like go to the bar and then like maybe you can even sell your jersey down the road. Oh, okay. So you're flipping. You know what I mean? Hold on to that one for like ten years and toss it up on eBay one day. See what happens. Yeah, you'll have some crazy Carolina Hurricane fan yeah. buy it for like fucking eighteen grand. It'll probably end up being the owner of the Hurricanes. Yeah, and then the Hurricanes will run, like, a publicity thing for, like, uh, David Ayer's 10-year anniversary jersey night where, like, they get a bunch made. It's a huge thing, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, classic. Uh, I don't know if this is breaking news or not. Yeah, it is breaking. I'm just Okay, there. breaking news. Uh, Canadians have acquired Washington. Oh, my God. The Canadians have acquired Washington Capitals third-round pick in the 2020 draft for Ilya Kovalchuk. Oh, yeah. oh, holy shit. The Russian gas is going to Washington. Woo! Wow. Just Disco text us, blog incoming, Kovalchuk, pack your shit. He's probably pretty pumped up. We'll get into that in a little bit. Wow. What was that, third-round pick? Yeah. <clears throat> Kovalchuk's played well for the Canadians. Um, I'm surprised. He might – I see him re-signing in Montreal, unless he kills it with a Ovechkin. But um, sorry about that. But yeah, so that was Dave, uh, Dave Ayers. Now we're gonna move on. <coughs> this one's kind of funny. The Red Wings are the first team mathematically eliminated from playoff contention prior to the trade deadline since the 0304 Pens. 
does that mean the Red Wings are about to draft a Sidney Crosby and just go on this fucking crazy run or what? Yeah, and so I got two things on this. One, I think so, right? I don't know how good this Lafreniere kid is supposed to be. Like, I felt like I had a – I don't know if you agree with this. I thought I had a pretty good gauge on, like, how, like, sick pro, like one and two overall prospects were. And then last year kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm not sure how, like, good this kid is, but Stevie Wise is the GM, right? Like, if he gets this kid and they already have a couple interesting young pieces, like, I could see them, like, rebuilding pretty fast with a star. Just like – right? Yeah, I think, I mean, it makes sense. I'd be so Detroit. Like, yeah, it's like, and then they're just going to get all the free agents to come back and like somehow like Scotty Bowman will be there. Yep. And then Larry Flowers fucking comes up with a song and it's Darren McCarty fucking running through the streets. Uh, shout out Larry Flowers. He's going to be on the podcast here in a couple of weeks. Shout out to Darren McCarty. He's already been on the podcast. Check it out. Uh, what was your second thing? Jimmy Howard. Uh, shout out to him. Go you Maine Black Bears. One of the best college hockey goalies of all time. This year, his record is 222 and 2 with a 408 uh, goals against average and an 886 save percentage. So, Jimmy, I mean, if you're a team and you're trying to tank, I mean, this is doing it the right way. Give Jimmy Howard like 26 starts and just watch him like give it like four goals a game, right? You know what's crazy is Dave, Dave Ayers is only one win shy of having the same amount of wins as Jimmy Howard does this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right so i mean anything's possible yeah i mean i will we'll wait and see i can see them getting i don't know how to say his name if it's lafreniere or lafreniere but uh moving on uh what month was it was it yesterday yesterday was the 40th uh 40 year anniversary of the miracle on ice the united states beating the soviet union taking them out back to the woodshed a couple college kids just getting it done uh again we have a, a party this wednesday at putnam place if you guys are in saratoga check it out dev and i'll be there just fucking grinding there'll be a net there yeah we're wow. doing like an accuracy challenge thing which would be cool drink specials all the whole thing um i think if you were to ask me like what movie you've seen the most in your life i don't even think it's close i think i've seen miracle probably 40 times like like, that was, like, my go-to. I would just turn it on, and then you'd have Aerosmith playing or, like, the cool music in the background. That It's just how it was. That movie was so well done. It really documented an, an epic, historic thing. My question for you, I, this just popped in my head. I kind of knew about the miracle <coughs> on ice before that movie, but, like, I feel like that movie really blew that moment up. It came at such a great time, too. Like, sorry to interrupt. No, I, didn't I, mean, to, I didn't mean to cut you off, Al. Um me and Hal were 12 years old, I believe, when it came out. So we're, like, squirts, and, like, all the boys are, like, having their birthday party at the movie theater to go, like, check it out. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, such a such an amazing fucking... Right? Like, I feel, I feel like we would, like we would know about this, but I feel like the movie really, like, chronicled what really happened. Like, it, do, you, do you agree or disagree on that? Yeah, I think. I think it, like, does a pretty good job. It's pretty accurate, like... If you watch a documentary, do you remember? They used to always sell it with a documentary. Like, you could get the two-pack. It'd be the documentary and, like, the DVD. Yeah. And, like, the documentary, it's pretty much the same story as, like, the movie. Like, nothing's really changed. I think there's, like, a few dramatics. Like, I think the guy, what was the guy from, like, Cox, like, from UNH? I think his story's, like, not that accurate, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good movie. Sorry. I just wanted to say a couple of things. One. Uh, first time I ever went into a bar in my younger years, I was with Ked and Miracle was on and it was like four o'clock. You got to remember that. No, no, I'm sorry, dude. 
I, I don't want to say the name of the bar on here because like, they've had legal issues in the past. But oh, it's O'Leary's, dude. <laughs> check out if you're ever in Troy, New York. Check out. Go to O'Leary's. Was that the time that like we showed up and we literally were like serving drinks and like like that was the time, right? Like yeah. he gave us the aux cord. There was like ten of us. We just invited all of our friends down to a bar in Troy to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, that glory is. <laughs> so. Yeah, I the only other things I had on that I thought it was a super super veteran move uh, from the 1980 team to do their puck drop and in Las Vegas, dude. Like they went to Vegas. I thought that was kind of funny because like you got to think they went to the bars after, right? So here's my thing, man. Like 40 year, how? And I'm not trying to be a dick. How many of them are going to be left with the 50 year? Like how old are they? Are they old enough where when 50 they're, years comes around? Well, they were what 20? They were in their 20s no, so, when this so, happened. Yeah. So my dad was in the my dad was in the locker room at the Air Force Academy with the boys when they found out that they won. So they're all my dad's age, 59. Okay, so there there will be a, a bunch of them left. Yeah, but some of them like. I'm cool with the 40 year being in Vegas, but the 50 year has to be in Placid. Oh yeah, you, good. like it needs to be. Like I think it whatever, go out and do your partying and shit like that, but like you need to you need to bring the boys home. Yeah. Fifty years should be awesome. Right? Like I think it'd be pretty cool. Um there, so the, the lady thirty five was in Placid. They had a I don't know if it was not nearly as big as this forty, but the thirty five was in Placid. I went up there with my dad. They was they did a whole Oh, it was the inauguration of the Herb Brooks Arena. Oh, okay. So they, they changed it into that. But it's really cool to hear see all of them and they signed autographs hear them like pointing out like sections of the rink like yeah Rizzo passed it to me from that corner yeah, cool. and like it was sick it um, was just uh I mean just a all-time moment not in just sports history I would I would say history just the oh. fact that these college kids go out there and do you have another thing Hal? well the only thing I was gonna say it's also the all-time if you grew up in upstate New York like what what percent of the thousands of people that tell you that they were at the game actually went to the game yeah, I mean you hear that a lot. I feel like one in like five adults pretend they were at that game. It's like I feel like there's only like eight out <coughs> in that rank. Like it wasn't that big. You know what's kind of cool though is like even the guys that say that don't say that they were there. Pretty much any person that you ask knows exactly where they were when that happened. Yeah, like, that's how you know. Like it's like fuck, man, that was a moment in history. Like yeah, there, in my book, there's very few. Like when we got Osama bin Laden, I knew I was in my room. Walked downstairs did the Stone Cold Steve Austin and posted a video on Facebook. Like, I remember vividly of what I did there. There's, like, very few moments in my life where I'm like, I know exactly where I was, what I was doing. Osama Bin Laden, Miracle on Ice. And you weren't even alive. Yeah, I wasn't even alive yet. So. <laughs> yeah, you knew you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew what I would have been doing. Uh, <laughs> All right. That was good. Uh, so now we're going to move on. Here's some trades that happen. Uh, we'll run through these quick. Tampa Bay Lightning acquire uh, Blake Coleman from the Devils in exchange for uh, prospect Nolan Foot. I think that's Adam Foot's kid, and a first round pick in the 2020 or 2021 draft. Uh, I feel like it's a lot for Blake Coleman. Blake Coleman's a good player, but like, I, I don't know. What do you th- what do you have on this? Yeah, dude. Uh, Nolan Foot is Adam Foot's son. I looked it up too. He played for Canada in the World Juniors, five points, 29 penalty minutes. It's captain of Kelowna. I don't know. The Rockets. Kelowna. How do you say that? Dale, you got to know. Where? Kelowna? Kelowna. Yeah, Kelowna. Fuck. Kelowna. Yeah, they, they harvest a lot of fruit in that area of British Columbia. Like Not what a, kind of fruit? Like oranges and clementines. Really? It's that high. 
Is it because Air of Paris or something? I don't know. That area of the fucking world is beautiful, man. I love British Columbia. All right, fair enough. My yeah, dude. But I was gonna agree with you. That was a good jump in right there. <laughs> I agree with that. He's a good player. I think a first round picks a lot too. I think it's a great haul for New Jersey. Like if you're New Jersey, you're super happy about that. Um, but I think of like some of the guys on the trade deadline. I think Coleman's kind of like a player I like. I like. Like I think he's a good player to get. Um, he's kind of undersized, but I feel like doesn't he bring intensity? You guys play the Devils a lot. Isn't he one of the guys who actually like yeah. brings what's right? He's, he's a rat. You, you don't want him. You don't want to play against him. But if it's on your team, you love him. So, do you think he'll fit in well, like bottom six in Tampa? I so like. I hate Tampa's rats. Like I hate Kalorn and Paul. Is Paul Kett still on the Lightning? Yeah. I hate them. <clears throat> I like Blake Coleman though. I I I don't know if he's gonna fit in with the Lightning because their rats are a different kind of rat. But, like, I hope Blake Coleman can bring some stuff to that team because I think that team needs it. Yeah. You know, if that makes any sense. Um, makes sense. Next trade, Vancouver Canucks acquire Tyler Toffoli from the Kings in exchange for Tyler Madden, a 2022nd-round draft pick, and a 2022 conditional pick. I f- oh, and uh, Tim Schaller. Tyler Madden, do I know that name because of you? Or am I just pretending like I do? He was on Team USA. His, dad's, his dad is Mad Dog Madden. Who's Mad Dog Madden? John Mad Dog. The Jersey Devils, the like fourth oh, line center, oh. John Madden. Oh, oh, okay. So his dad is John Madden. He's like a pretty good player. That's nickname? Mad Dog, dude. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Look it up. Mad Dog Madden. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's a good player. He's like one. He's the best player on Northeastern this year who won the Bean Pot, and I think they're nationally ranked. I think he just got injured, but. Um, it's another big haul. Like, do you? What do you? Did you like this move by the Kings? I thought for what they got, it was pretty good. Or do you think they should have gotten more? Tyler Toffoli's never really moved the needle for me, man. I guess he's like a good player, but I think he's all, he's like one of those replaceable third, second line guys. So, um, I think. I mean, they gave up a lot to get him. I, it's a wait and see, man. I, I'm not entirely sure. I I think uh, I think the Kings. I think they got what they needed. Yeah, I think the Kings got, like, a good return. I think that's why they won it, because Tyler Toffoli, like, he he does have, like, that potential because he had those good young cup runs, but he hasn't been that much. Like, how much is he really worth? Um, and I think it's a wild move, too. I don't know if you agree with this by the Canucks. They just spanked the Bruins 9-3 last night. Um, but are the Canucks really, like, buyers at the deadline this year? That still seems weird to me. Uh, the Oilers, Flames, and Coyotes are all within two wins of them, like behind behind them in the standings. They could fall out of the playoffs, like on a three-game losing streak. So, I don't know. What do you think? Are you, if you were a Canucks fan, would you be happy that your GM decided to like go all in on a mediocre team, or would you be kind of confused? Dude, the Canucks kind of scare me. Like, if I'm a team, I don't really want to play a seven-game series against them. And I'm not saying that because I think they're fucking sick. I'm just saying that because I think that that is a team that could have magic. And, like, these young kids and just out of nowhere. And, like, I remember they got ripped apart for, for signing, who was it, Roussel, Beagle, uh, other people, right? To like, yeah, to, like, all these, like, bigger contracts and shit. But, like, you have a team full of really, really good young kids, and now you bring that veteran presence also. Could be a team I wouldn't really want to fuck with in the playoffs, I don't think. Yeah, I just, to me, they have, like, the feel of, like, of the avalanche the last couple of years. Do you know what I mean? Where, like... I mean, sort of, 
for me, and this is going to sound crazy because Avalanche have like McKinnon and Rand and Vancouver scares me more and I don't know why. And it's not like they have like, they have Pedersen and fucking Hughes. I don't know why, but I just, I wouldn't want to play them. I think it's because they're jerseys. I like their old 94-year jerseys. Those rings are sick. Um, but yeah, so let's let's keep it with a uh, West Coast team making a trade. The San Jose Sharks traded Brendan Dillon to the Capitals for a 2020 second-round pick and a 2021 conditional third-round pick. Uh, t- in today's game, Brendan Dillon f- like, went at it with Malkin. I, I think the Capitals, uh, I like what they're doing. We just broke the news that they got a Ilya Kovalchuk. <sighs> Um, and now they're adding Brendan Dillon. Like, I, I kind of fuck with what the Capitals are doing right now. Yeah, so I originally, before I knew about the Kovalchuk trade, my thing was, like, I was like, second-round pick really isn't that much. Like, in, they did a second-round pick, and they were able to trade for Kovalchuk, so it seems like that's totally worth it. I think they're, like, a top-three toughest team in the league, no? Yeah. So, I mean, they just got tougher. I think Dillon, I don't know if you saw it, too. He was all upset. He was emotional that he was leaving San Jose. Um, I think that shows like the type of player he is. Like, you know what I mean? He's like a third pair defenseman who wears his heart on his sleeve. I like Dylan though, man. He's got he's got an edge to him. He always kinda has. He's got good edge, dude. Reminds me a lot of Brad Harrison. He's got good edge. Yes. So I think it's a good trade, dude. I d I didn't see the Malkin thing either. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that was you didn't see that? No. Uh, check out our Twitter. It, he he went right at him, and Malkin did the hide behind a ref, and then kind of throw a punch, and then Dylan lost his shit. It was pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> St. Louis Blues acquired defenseman Marco Scandella from the Canadians for a 2020 second round pick and a conditional 2021 fourth round pick. Scandella was relevant when he was on the Wild. Then he went to the Sabers. I just don't care. And then he was on. I, I I don't know. What do you have on this? I have literally have nothing on Marco Scandella. Yeah, dude, I guess that was the only thing, right? I, What was it? I guess you just don't want to – I just wrote that out for you, dude, and you just fucking went right over it. I what? think I wrote that myself, too. That's not something I copy-pasted. Marcos Candela was traded to the Blues for a second-round pick and conditional fourth, and then I guess I think it was uh, Wales who writes for us that wrote – he wrote about basically how six, week, six weeks earlier Buffalo traded Scandella the Habs for a fourth. So basically Buffalo traded him for a fourth-round pick, and then he got flipped for a second-round pick like – a month and a half later. I think that's crazy. Like, if you're a Buffalo fan, that's another, this, like, example this of what... Is, this is not on me, man. You had Scandella and the Canadians here, and then you have the Buffalo one, like, four four things down. What are you talking about? I'm looking at St. Louis Blues acquired defense and Marco Sedella from the Montreal Canadiens for 20... 20- <laughs> yeah, so before you start fucking pointing fingers, dude, I would have read that one if it was next to <laughs> I'm sorry. So, basically, I just messed up, so that was all on me. So, I guess I'll... That's a tough go because I just tried to like kind of call you out publicly for your mistake, but really I was just on the wrong page. And you're on your phone, dude, so this is super electric. Ked's oh, eyes have been looking in his lap the whole podcast. I've seen it. I don't like it. I'd like <laughs> to put his phone away. I've been fucking trying to, trying to carry some shit here, dude. I don't want to talk about this next one. Vegas Golden Knight acquired defenseman Alec Martinez from the Los Angeles Kings for a 2020 second-round pick and a 2021 second-round pick. So it looks like the Kings are fucking really stacking up on some prospects. They got a ton for Alec Martinez and Tyler Toffoli in terms of prospects and picks. Yeah, it's a good day to be a Kings fan. It's a good haul, yeah. I'd be pumped about that. Alec Martinez is a great defenseman. Always kind of has been. Kind of flies under the radar. He's not your uh, guy in the limelight kind of guy. But, I mean, 
he's clutch, scored scored the game-winning goal in overtime against the Rangers, won a Stanley Cup. He's done more in three seconds than I have in my whole life. What do you, what do you have on uh, Alec Martinez? Yeah, I like that. I think you kind of hit it. I like it for both sides. I think it's a win-win. Knights get a good – or the Kings, I'm sorry, get a good haul for an older player. And then the Knights, I guess they're saying that Martinez is going to be paired with uh, Theodore, who's a good young defenseman. Martinez has, like, won a cup. Martinez has played with Drew Doughty before. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a good pair for Theodore. So I think it's a win-win for both teams. Yeah. And, I mean, dude, such a classic fucking Vegas trade. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking a good deal that you want to hate and you just can't. Uh, You can can do this one. The Boston Bruins acquire forward Andre Case. Did I get that? Yeah. Um, Andre Case from the Anaheim Ducks for an, in exchange for four David Backus, defenseman Axel Anderson, and a 2020 first round pick. Uh, so the first round pick is just to get rid of Backus. So that kind of scratches everything out. So essentially, you traded on wait. So you traded defenseman Axel Anderson for Andre Case, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so what, what do you have on? What do I have on it? I don't know. I think Bruins Twitter acted like it was the greatest deal of all time. This guy's going to be like our Lord and Savior. I don't think that's the case. Um, oh. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad trade, though, at the same time. I just think Bruins Twitter is, like, a little dumb. Like, at the end of the day, it's nice that we got rid of David Backus's contract because now we have, like, $20 million in cap space next year. So we, we have to re-sign Krug, DeBrusque, a couple other players. That's perfect. Like, we don't have to lose anybody. Like, if you asked me right away, like, we wouldn't even be able to trade a first-round pick for someone that's equivalent to Tory Krug. Uh, do you know what I mean? On the market, it would cost more. So it's right. – you've got to keep them. Um, <laughs> I don't know. As for, like, the – as the Andre Case thing, I don't know much about him at all. He's a young Czech player. This scares me. Analytic people love him. He has unbelievable analytics. But on the, the flip side, Ducks, like, Twitter and, like, Ducks – Social media loved him too. Like, seems like he works hard. All of his old teammates say basically he can play up and down the lineup. He's a right wing, which is exactly what we need. He can play on your first line or your fourth line. And I guess he's like willing to like mix it up a little bit. So I don't, I don't hate it in that sense. Um, the, Where's he from? The check. Anaheim. Uh, no, yeah. the check. I just I figured with the Andre. I just wanted to double check. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Dude, we're just fucking running on puns right here. You just said it wasn't the case, and I just said I wanted to double-check, dude. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. So that's kind of what we had on the trades. I'm sure there were a couple others, but those were the big ones. So now we're going to kind of get into our trade bait. Uh, this is right from TSN. <coughs> Chris Kreider, uh, John Gabriel Pajot, Carolina's first-round pick. I don't know why that's there. Uh, Sammy Votnin, Tyson Berry, wow, he lasted long. Uh, Vladislav Nemesnikov, Kovalchuk's gone. Andreas at Tennessee Eric Gustafson, <laughs> Dustin Bufflin, Dusty Buffs, Patrick Marlowe, and Jesper Foss. Those were just the top 12 on the list. Um, who do you expect to be traded, and where do you think they're going to go? Uh, I don't know. Out of those guys, I really don't see too many of these names being traded. Like, I, I don't I don't know if you agree with that. I think Nemestikov probably gets traded. Maybe Vatanen, that would probably make sense. It looks like the Devils want to unload. I don't know what the hell the Rangers want to do. Your GM came out earlier in the week and basically was like, we want an NHL player, a first-round pick, like a top prospect for Chris Kreider. You can fuck off. And, like, a lot of players have been traded for a lot, and Chris Kreider's still there. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. 
Jay Paggio is an interesting. You don't, you don't think the GM just trying to get the best deal? I think a lot of the teams that wanted to trade for those players already lost some of those prospects that they could have given to you. And I, guess, I think yeah, I guess we'll see when Chris Carter gets traded and the Rangers get everything what they want ever. <laughs> when the Rangers get what they want ever, you know what I mean? Chris Kreider's going to go to the Boston Bruins for a prospect in your next four first-round picks. And I'm aware that you don't have one right now, but in the next four years, we're going to own your first-round picks. Okay, dude. All right, dude. Uh, okay, so you're, you're in so the— So what do you think's going to happen? We should just go right in the Rangers talk because— No, that, no that's why I, I just want to ask you. I, I don't really know much about your cap. It sounds like you just cleared a ton. Do you think the Bruins are done making moves? Because if they're not going to get Kreider, you don't think Jean Gabriel Pajot would be a great fit in fucking yeah. Boston? I do. The only problem with Pajot is we have three centers, and like we would either have to ask Coyle or Pajot to play on the wing, and they both play better as center. So I don't know if it like makes a hundred percent sense, but I, I would love to have him on the team. I don't know. I think they might try to get one more guy. We don't have a ton to give up, so it'll there's be- some interesting names here, man. Like if you're if you're going for the play, why is Tyson Berry on this list? I don't know. I could, you know, what I could see the Bruins doing. I could see the Bruins like giving up like second round picks and stuff for someone like Yes for Fast. Like, I feel like that trade would be more likely from the Bruins than what they're doing with the Rangers. I don't think either will happen. Like, do you have as a Rangers fan? Do you have a destination for Kreider right now that you think is going to happen? Uh, I mean, you keep saying no to Boston, but for some reason, I just have that in my head. I, th- I think here are your three landing spots for. I'll give you four landing spots, and it's not really going to blow your mind. Boston, which probably isn't going to happen. Colorado, which if Kreider were to go to Colorado, that'd be a really good move for them. Um, Vegas, I could see Chris Kreider thriving in Vegas. I don't know why. And same with St. Louis. So I think those are kind of like my four. Maybe there's going to be a sleeper pick in there. But uh, I like that you mentioned Jesper Fast. I think he's going to catch a second-round pick, hopefully. But, dude, there's some good names on here, man. Like, Nobody really knows where Dustin Bufflin's at with this surgery and where he is on the road to recovery. Can you imagine if Winnipeg deals Dustin Bufflin somewhere and then Dustin Bufflin says, oh, hey, guys, by the way, I'm actually good to play now, and then a team gets Dustin Bufflin for the fucking playoff push who hadn't played all year? Yeah, it's true. It'd be unbelievable. Yeah, but I just don't know if that would happen. Like, that's, like, who knows what's going on with Dustin Bufflin. Maybe Winnipeg, like, thinks, thinks, like, they don't think he would ever come and play with them again, so maybe if they just try to dump him even for if it's like for a low draft pick like maybe someone will take that you know what i mean i just don't know how much you pay for dustin Bufflin when you don't know where he is it'd be sick though that'd be one hell of a story um and then patrick oh. patrick marlowe is an interesting pickup for a team that's looking for a little secondary uh, secondary scoring yeah oh i i mean patrick marlowe is interesting dude but i did want to bring up his teammate uh joe thornton who's not on this list joe thornton said he would he would be interested like in the idea of going to a contender if you want to talk about like if you yeah if you want to talk about like 10 year old me's like what dream it would be joe thorne coming back to this team right now i thought i've thought it through in my head i've had conversations about it fourth put him on the fourth line let him play like eight minutes a night and put him on like the second power player the first power play and just dish it on the power play and then just grind on the fourth line for eight minutes a night that's what I would like, dude. I think, <laughs> I think like as a bottom six thing, going for a cup and having Joe Thor in your locker room, that's huge. So if the Bruins don't do it, I would hope another team would think about doing it. And I don't know if Thorin really, I mean, again, Thorin might just want to stay. Like it's his world. Like I don't care. And the Sharks might not want to trade him. I just think it would be cool if he went on a run. It makes too much sense. 
Yeah, you know it feels I mean? like the perfect ending, dude. It feels what a like- story. What a fucking story just for the Bruins and the media and, and all that shit. And Joe gets to come <laughs> back. Like, and I don't think he's making... I don't think he's making that much this year. So I think cap wise, you'd be able to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, that would be incredible. That would be <clears throat> unreal. Uh, moving on Rangers talk. You put down some good stuff. So the term rags was very controversial this week. Can um, I bring this up? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So I don't follow Rangers Twitter very often. I've been in the mix with Rangers Twitter this week, just kind of scrolling through. Um, and we, cause we didn't really talk about this, but just the Rangers, Bruins game, dude, like, we're still, everyone's still laughing, looking for Marshawn's helmet, dude, where is it in the ceiling, dude, like, we all had good laughs that game, like, fun for everybody. It was a good game, wasn't it? Like, it was a a good battle, it was nice to have, like, a competitive game between those two. At what point do you tell Ryan Lindgren just to, like, wear a cage, dude? He's bleeding everywhere, someone, like, stitch that kid up, is he safe? What, does it make you feel uncomfortable that we have a warrior on our team? That could have been your warrior? He was like the number like eleven left forward, left defenseman in our depth chart at one point. Like now he's in the NHL, fucking playing just like Dan Girardi did. Not for long, according to Brad Marchand, dude. So we'll see. I just thought that stuff was all interesting. You dude. know, for for a perennial All Star to come out and say this guy doesn't have a lot, uh, a long time in the league sounds like somebody got in his head. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, interesting. I forgot who won the game, dude. But good luck with your playoff dreams. Whoa. The term rags, dude, I don't see it on all Rangers fans. Um, but you put something out. It was called, like, rags talk. And apparently uh, a lot of Rangers fans think that is, like, a derogatory thing. And yeah. it's kind of like, how dare you? Like, why is that, dude? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's their problem? Like, what's wrong with rags, dude? Because Devils fans say it. It sounds sick. I When I say the rags, dude, if I say the rags, I'm pumping them up. If I say the Rangers, I'm about to make fun of them. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense to me. And, like, there were people that were like, I, I will never listen to your podcast. One guy blocked me. I didn't even say anything. Literally blocked me. He's like, oh, I, I blocked him. I can't, even, I can't even begin to think that somebody would take this as a term of endearment. Dude, you fuck that guy. You're going to block me because talking rags. I've talked rags for my entire life. If you want to go fucking tit for tit on who's the bigger Rangers fan, come on over, buddy, and we can do that. These fucking people. Asking me if I'm a real fan. Get the fuck out of here. Keyboard yeah. warriors who fucking just, oh, man, drives me fucking insane. The fact that it just blew my mind that somebody would get that offended over something like that. Like, they were they were deeply hurt. And then I just kept poking the bear. I'm like, oh, my God, are you going to be okay? And then they go nuts again. I'd be like, listen, like, I'm kind of worried about you. What can I do to help? And they would just keep going nuts. It was crazy. I'm calling the Rangers the rags. I will continue to do that. It's not. I just, I don't get it. It didn't make sense to me. Uh, <clears throat> this was awesome. He was going to be my hero, but you did a great job filling out the doc and you put it in here, so I'm good with it. Uh, the Rangers beat the Carolina Hurricanes again, as they do always, because, well, we play hockey and they play marketing. Uh, Brendan Lemieux mocked the storm surge. This is the second time I think I've seen a player do this. Who was on the Flames that used to be on the Hurricanes? Uh, who the fuck was that? Swedish kid, I think. I don't know. I love how we're trying to figure something out, and Dale just has his hands back behind his neck, just leaning back. Yeah, like, he, was, like, he was like, maybe you'd Google, like, Flames player used to be on Carolina Hurricanes. I, I think, think it's it was Lindholm. Yeah, I think it was Lindholm, too. <laughs> so this is the second time we've seen it, which just proves to the fact that, like, this is this is a joke to, like, players in the league. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just thought it was funny, dude. I knew it was, your fa- like, your favorite player, one of your favorite players, so... 
I figured for you this was like a big pump up moment, especially yeah. because that's a fan base or that you don't really enjoy. Uh, I don't know. From my perspective, I thought it was funny, dude. If I was a Hurricanes fan, I'd probably be pissed off, but like, it's funny at the same time. I thought it was great. I loved every second of it. There are a couple of guys doing it. Um, and then just like Igor Shesterkin's so good. Or Tammy Panarin's so good. I got to go see them play the Sharks last night. Quickie had two goals in probably his last game for the Rangers. It was legit, dude. It was a really, really good time. What they're going to do, I think you have to trade everybody, even though they were making this run for the playoffs. Like, it was really, really cool to make the playoffs. But at the same time, it's like, are you really going to sacrifice, like, your future just because you can potentially go on, like, a fucking playoff run? You know what I mean? And you're laughing because I think that you don't think the Rangers are capable of making the playoffs. But if you look at their last, like, ten games, and I know it's a small sample size, but it's only that's actually an eighth of the season, uh, they've been fucking ripping it up, dude. And you laugh all you want. Yeah, the Bruins might have beat the Rangers or whatever, but the Bruins are supposed to be perennial Stanley Cup contenders. So, like, I want to get too fucking jacked up that you guys beat us with an empty netter. Okay. So my whole thing, and you're twisting my words, and it's kind of sad, really, to see you just lash out like that. A body bag. The reason that I'm not laughing at the fact that the Rangers can't make the playoffs. I'm just laughing at the fact that the Rangers couldn't do anything when they got into the playoffs. You guys, at the I end... Mean, of, is that true, Hal? Yeah, We've because at the end of the day, dude, you guys have... The playoffs, it's a completely different game. We've said this, and it's not even about the Rangers. It's about any team. If you make the playoffs, dude, anything can happen. Look at last year with Columbus and Tampa. Granted, Columbus ended up losing, but nobody saw Tampa Bay fucking doing that. Columbus, here's my thing, though, dude. You guys have, like, two elite forwards. I think you have, like, you probably have, like, you have a very good top six forwards, I would say, on he's, your team. I think, I think you have a couple of good young defensemen, but I think your D is not very good. And I think you're... I think De- I think D'Angelo is very good. I think Fox is very good. I just think exactly. Truba Truba is a media. I think Truba can play in your top four, and that's okay. It's the other three. And Lindgren's not bad, but he's young. Dude. Rookies. Lindgren, Fox. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's growing pains. There's not like guys there and veterans there to like push them back. Other other than Smitty, I like that move. I just and then with the goalies, you don't know what's gonna happen with the goalies. I just don't think. Columbus, like, Columbus sucked last year, and they went on that run, but they were built John Tortorella-style hockey. Like, I just don't think the Rangers in the playoffs, I, I don't know if it would go well for them yet. I think they're trending in the right direction, dude. I just don't think – do you know what I mean? Dude, I think I think if, like, you told me at the beginning of the year that the Rangers would be here right now, I would be fucking thrilled. Like, I would be jacked up. I mean, yeah, dude, they're probably not going to make the playoffs because they're going to sell all these guys. And even if they didn't, they might not anyway. But there is a, there's an opportunity, there's a chance. I yeah, think they but, put the Islanders on Tuesday. That's going to be a fucking battle. So riddle, riddle me this, dude. I, I don't know if it's going to happen. Could you imagine if the New York Islanders miss the playoffs and the New York Rangers make it? Yeah, it'd be awesome for you, dude. Oh, my God. Would it ever? Like, holy shit, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if I can see that happening. That game will be sweet. I did not know that's happening. I might have to try to watch it. Uh, so, also, the Rangers actually made a deal already. I just want to drop this really quick. You, you brought up the goalie. That's not what I'm talking about. They traded prospect right-handed shot defenseman Joey King to the Carolina Hurricanes for uh, Julian Goche. He was a first-round pick. Last year, I think he scored 26 or 27 goals in the AHL in his second year. This year, up to this point, he already had that. And now he's playing on the big squad. He's He's big. He's fast. He has some talent. Like, the other night he went between the legs and tried putting it in. So, like, I don't know I don't know what this kid's going to turn into, but, like, I think the Rangers struggle 
I think you nailed it. Like our top two lines are decent, but our our bottom two, and it's I think half of it's because they're young. But I like what this Goche kid brings to the table. Like I think he he is going to be a great third line NHL player. That's what I have there. <laughs> I, um, my only thing that I want to say to this for Rangers fans is I just see the parallel. We talk about it, Toronto, the five year plan. I mean, is this is this a five year plan too thing? Like I don't know if it's a five year plan. I think in the Rangers' perfect world, it'd be like a two or three year plan. But I just think you need to stick to the plan this year, and you just need to sell, sell, sell. I don't think you a thousand percent. You have to sell. If they resign Kreider and do all this shit, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed off. It makes no sense. Right. I I get the fact that like Kreider's like a rare talent or whatever, but like it just doesn't make fucking sense. It doesn't. You you need to pay Anthony D'Angelo. He's one of the best defensemen in the league this year, and that's not even like being like overly aggressive. Like his stats prove it. He's been incredible, and not only is he offensive, he's a fucking dick to play against. Yeah, and no. he's that right-handed puck-moving defenseman that all the fucking insiders jerk off about. Like that he that's what he is. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you need to re-sign him. I just. Yeah, I, I would just clear as much cap and get as many prospects as possible because you guys are trending in the right direction. So that's all I have on that. I'm not really chirping the fact that they can't make the playoffs, dude. I just think, like, you don't want – I just wouldn't want everyone thinking, like, we can't trade players. No, fuck that. You need to trade all of them. You need to. Yeah. And and then have one more kind of bummer year like this, hopefully make the playoffs in the year after that, get some fucking free agents. Capo Caco will be in the league for three years. Filipito will have been in the league for years. These young defensemen are finally going to be like veterans, you know? Yeah. All right, what do you have on the Bruins? <coughs> I'll keep it short. Uh, Cliffy Hockey was held out in Providence tonight, the day before the trade deadline. He got sent down. He's basically been replaced by Lausanne. Uh, I just wanted to send thoughts and prayers out to Cliffy Hockey. Um, it looks like it's going to be on the move. What's that? Is it? I thought Cliffy Hockey was a defenseman. Yeah, yes, Connor Clifton. Is Lazan a defenseman? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought Lazan was a forward. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. What do you What do you have on that? Here's a really weird question. If you're like, if you're a team, right? I, and I'm not saying. Actually, this would be perfect. Say it's like Chris Kreider or Jesper Fass, and like you get a good amount of prospects and stuff, and then the last throw-in player is Cliffy Hockey, dude. What are you, th- what are you thinking to yourself? Better than Rob fucking O'Gara, dude. <laughs> Fair enough. My other thing I wanted to bring up, Dale's going to get into it. I think we should do Dale's daily dose of one minute right after this. I'm going to give him that nod, although he still has not earned a, a weekly podcast to this point. Uh, Dale's been really heavy on the Chipotle grind this week, but Charlie McAvoy's order came out in like a Ch- Chipotle promotion. His order is white rice, beans, chicken, tomato salsa, green salsa, cheese, lettuce, guac. It's pretty basic if you ask me, dude. I'm not really a huge fan of that. I think if you don't get the really hot salsa, you're not even trying when you get these burritos. If you want to go, I respect that he went two salsas, but I just, I don't know. Are you guys green salsa guys? Am I off base here? I love green salsa. Never been a fan. I'm oh, always, wait, no, no, no. I'm green a hot, hot sauce. I'm a hot and corn. Hot and corn. No, I'm a green hot sauce guy. Like, you know the hot sauce that comes in and the the top screws wooden? Yeah. They have a green Arula. hot sauce. That shit's fucking fire dude i'm not oh i do mild hot and corn that's what i get okay yeah so i mean that's pretty close also i thought i mean are you guys you guys are steak right are you chicken uh half chicken half barbacoa oh i used to be half chicken half steak but yeah i'm I'm steak barbacoa i also like the the new uh it's not carnitas what's the new fancy steak isn't it carn oh uh carne asada carne asada yeah Oh, yeah. Like oh, geez. Jeez. Sorry for the technical difficulties. 
right, we're back. All right. All right. Um, dose, one minute. All right. Yeah, Dave, let me know. We'll get, get the timer ready. All right. Daily dose of Dale. I'm going to try to put, like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire type uh, music to the background of this. Just give me one second. Um, what is it called? It's in the, <coughs> it's testing, in the, it's, testing. It's in the alarm section of your phone, right? Or your clock. Here we go. Timer. One minute on the clock. Three, two, one. All right, so big week for Chipotle USA, 1980, Miracle 40th, 40th anniversary. Got the news, a friend was like, hey, Garrison, you wear your jersey to Chipotle all week, you get half off. I was like, all week, fuck, let's go. Like, uh, so I'm all fired up, Thursday night, get over to Chipotle, I'm about to walk in, about to throw on my jersey, in the parking lot, and I uh, did a, do a quick Google, figure out, oh, it's only Friday, so quick pivot, have some five guys. Next day, uh, having a good day at work, boss is like hey everybody gets chipotle today so we head on over um i bring a morning skate puck had a great time printing and designing these pucks i give them a puck um people in line behind me were kind of pissed off because i had seven seven orders to give i asked them if they want a sticker they were like no well joke's on you buddy you're not getting buy one get one deal so fucking shout out to chipotle shout out to usa hockey and uh wolf road chipotle in albany never been there it's best best chipotle around and there it is. That's one minute. Timing worked out way better that time. Remember the last time you wanted to eat? Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I wouldn't – I would say it was pretty solid. I mean, did you know where you were going with that the whole time? Is that something like pre-rehearsed or are you just kind of – Yeah, so the beauty of the Daily Dose of Dale is we, we kind of just have a topic and then we just we just fucking send it. It's just a free riff, 60 seconds, see what, see what happens. It's a cypher, dude. Yeah, it's a cypher. We need some beats next time. Yeah, maybe that's what we do. Maybe it's like a freestyle. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good, though, dude. I don't know. I think Ked's – I don't know what Ked's doing. I was hoping Ked's going to say something, but he was looking down again. No, I just – I think it was – I think it was a, I think it was a good effort, dude. He, we have these talking pucks. He, he put our logo on the talking puck now, so whenever somebody has something to say, we pass back and forth. It says morning skate on it now, which is cool. Although, don't press down on it. Yeah, it's a little squishy puck. Okay. Don't press down on it, though, so they can see on <coughs> All right, so – <clears throat> purely ground up time i don't really have much i scored a hat trick last game whatever not all heroes wear capes what do you have on uh your purely ground up how uh it was monday night 10 45 game two, two. Oh it's it's 11 30 second intermission two two the goalie goalie skates off the ice he sprints off the ice refs refs start try to uh try to have us play the game we're like our goalie's in the bathroom they're like we'll go check on him or our captain goes into the bathroom, uh, comes back out of the bathroom, goes up to the rest and says he's not coming back out. He's got diarrhea. Um, and we had to play the third period, six on five, and lost. Wait, wait. Your goalie had goalie. the rounds? So you yeah. had to go the goalie for the third period and you lost the game? Yeah, we had to go. We played six on five for the third period. And we, dude, we were tied 2-2. We only lost. We lost 5-3, which isn't bad, yeah. The other team, like, I mean, and the, and the other part that sucked, too, is because we were, like, tied with them, I think, in standings, but now we're behind. Is that is that Connor? Are you guys looking at Connor right now? Uh, they're playing with the dog. <laughs> okay. Fair enough, dude. That's all I have. I just thought that was – Rooney, make your debut. What's up, boys? <laughs> just happy to be here. What's up, dude? Just been snickering in the back. It's all right, dude. I could figure it out. They kept looking up. I couldn't figure out if Jasper was just – Living it up, dude. Doing anything anyway. Now that I'm here, let me get on here, boys. 
What's up? What's up, the pod? All right. What's up, Morning Skate Faithfuls? How's everyone doing? Unrestricted free agent Connor Ruin in the house. How are you? How are you? Happy to be here. So wait, so you guys were you were playing you're playing this was you in beer league? Yeah, our goalie. Second second intermission got diarrhea and wouldn't come back out to the ice. Dude, though I thought it might have been like kind of like extravagant because I was thinking like if a goalie has to take a shit, right? Like you gotta take off all those bottoms, all that stuff so like lumpy, like you, you almost, can't pull down you your pants. Have to just shit your pants, dude. Yeah, like, exactly. Afterwards, which is gross, but I want to talk about battling, dude. The kid, when we came back after the game, the kid was still in the locker room. He was still battling. So, uh, <laughs> so like it was a, like no, like I felt bad for him. Like it was probably pretty serious. Like if you're still in there, like 30 minutes later, but it's a tough loss for the boys. What's wrong with this kid? <laughs> Like, does he come to – do you skate with him a lot? Like, what are you going to say to him next time you see him? Like, is he good? Yeah, but that's the thing, though. We had, he's he's literally – he's our literally our whole team. Like, he is everything. <laughs> that's a – that's a – So that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, without him, like, we're we're in last place probably. So, like, what are you going to say, dude? The guy had diarrhea. Like, you got to give him a break. 5-3. Like, 5-3? Yeah. That's not that bad. No, not too bad. We had this one kid, dude, who was, like, playing half goalie. It was kind of a wild decision on his part, but seems like kind of – Ken, would you ever get in between the pipes? You're out of your goddamn mind, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, okay. I'm a perimeter player now. Maybe back in, like, real hockey, I would have thought about it, but no. Nobody knows where the shots are going in beer league. Dude, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even – you can ask Connor Ruhan. I played modified lacrosse as a goalie, and I didn't even want to be between those pipes, dude. No one knew where those things were going either, though. <laughs> Not even yeah. Al, excuse me. <laughs> but uh, that's lit, dude. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I get it, but it's like I feel like you. I don't know. I've never I've never had it like that. It's like, what did he eat? Like, I've never had a th- like that's thirty plus, right? Like, is you've there nev- stoppage? You've, you've never like had to like fart one time and then something came out. Not for 30 minutes. No, not for 30 minutes. And, like, minutes. if someone came to check on me, I wouldn't be like, just go on without me if I was the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> like, no man what? left behind. No, the goalie's still. Like, who is this? He's kid? still probably taking a dump in the locker room right now. He probably hasn't left yet. You just left him, dude. Well, I mean, goalies are pretty weird. They're weird people. Yeah. They take big dumps. Not a lot of great poops going on. No. What a Snapchat, by the way. Yeah. Snap- oh, we have a Snapchat called Great Poops Happen Here. And it's been blowing up recently, so. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> dude, puns, dude, puns. All right. Now, beer league round up. You're not going to ask me about my beer league. Oh, my God. What about your beer league? Uh, so, our team is, like, tied for last place in beer league right now. We ended up taking down the top-seeded team. I think it was 13-5. to five. Uh, Yeah, just another great great performance by the boys. It's a real team effort, and uh, I'm proud of the guys. You did. You beat Top Gun. Which is we beat the Top best. Gun. They're the best team in the league. They're the top dogs in the league right now, and yeah. uh, our one guy, shout out to Josh Taylor, number seven, he had eight goals. Eight goals. Eight goals. I mean, I had six earlier this year, but you didn't hear me crying. <laughs> but, uh, all right, cool. Josh Taylor, shout out to him. Okay, good win for Top Gun. Love when those guys get taken down. All right, now we're going to move on to our Patty B Hotline, brought to you by Patrick Valentine. Take it away, Pat. Hey, this is the Patty V Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. All right, thanks, Pat. Here we go. Voicemail time. Hal, hopefully you've watched Letter Kenny before. Hey, Morning Skate, Patty V here. All right, question. How accurate, how accurate are the boys from Letter Kenny, uh, you know, talking in beer league? Or can you guys actually 
right, so I think Patty B just kind of wants to know how accurate these Letterkenny hockey guys are. And I think, I don't know if you agree or disagree with me, every hockey player in their life goes through a stage where they talk like that, probably from the ages 12 to 15. And then at that point, you stop wearing gong show hockey gear and you go and you start wearing grown-up clothes like polo or, or any, something along those lines. Or nice morning bass, skate. Or morning skate. So I think from 12 to 15 years old, like, you, oh, fucking, you're a sick beauty, dude. Chuck some goo. Oh, oh wheel smash. Yo, bro, the fucking sauce. Oh, hey, dude, will you sauce me the TV remote, dad? Thanks, dude. Like, I think everybody kind of does that, but I think at some point you grow up. fun for like a certain amount of time after that to like talk like that ironically no it is i mean i still do every once in a while but like i, I think pat's i don't i don't think it's highly i don't i don't know i don't talk like well, i haven't watched it dude i haven't really watched letter kenny it, it's i think it's on hulu is that right yeah so i have a hulu account it's not my account it, it's a uh it's it's Somebody, it's somebody else's account, and <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable watching it anymore. And also, it's not like the good one; it's the one where there's a commercial like every ten seconds. So Letterkenny was almost annoying to watch because I had to finally get into it and be like, "Oh, here's another stupid fucking commercial." Yeah, yeah, I guess it. I guess that's right. I don't really like. I don't like Hulu, dude. I'm I'm getting sick and tired. I don't know if you've noticed this, but like, I have so many like subscriptions now. Like, what's the difference between that and cable? Like, I'm just getting bent over by like 20 companies instead of one now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, like I have Hulu, like I have Hulu and then like there was an advertisement. It was like, oh, you can get Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN for like 10.99 a month. But I already have Disney Plus, And because I already have Disney Plus and Hulu, I can't do that package. But I pay like $20 a month. It's like, it's like, give me a break, dude. Dude, I actually have really bad news for you. You brought up the fact that oh, uh, no. oh. that you thought that I kicked you off the HBO. Uh, I was talking to the roommate not that long ago and she asked me and she's like, hey, do you still watch HBO? I go, yeah, all the time. She goes, okay, what do you watch on there? I'm like, <laughs> Well, I haven't watched it in a little while, but I watch it all the time. Fast forward two days later, I go to fucking search to see what's on HBO. It's gone. So that will be my first order of business tomorrow when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, so and maybe I maybe if you wanted to like, do a joint venture for that, I would be interested. I think on the list of um, HBO Go has got to be like top two with Netflix. That's my personal opinion. It's not television, dude. It's HBO. Yeah. You know what I like about HBO is that their music always slaps, dude. Like they always like they're very good at intros, outros. Like they always pick a nice song. Right, dude. Their intros and outros always make me feel like so like kinda turned on in a way. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Does Dale have anything on this or Ruhan? Yeah, I, I got I got five on HBO for per per month. You guys wanna go three ways on it? I think it's more than fifteen dollars. It's more than fifteen dollars a month? Yeah. Right. Well, let me know. All right, I'll let you know. Dude. Yeah, maybe I, maybe we'll right. go on a, the boys are getting HBO together. I, there's this new show called The Outsiders. Uh, that's you exactly. Heard about it? That's that's the only yeah. reason. I, yeah, I, just like I heard it's sick. I haven't watched it. That's why I literally went to HBO the other night to like fucking tune into that, and it's not there anymore. Yeah. But you know, you know, Ked can throw the best hissy fits of all hissy fits. I will have HBO back in two weeks. Count it. Count. <laughs> Let me know. Dude. By all those companies too. Huh? Honestly, <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta agree with you, man. Honestly. So yeah, so this is to not having that happen anymore. Um, good question, Pat. I don't know how we got the HBO from it, but uh, thanks. If you guys want to call in, 518-309-2595. That's 518-309-2595. Now we're going to move on to our uh, Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros, brought to you by Laga Sports. Hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. 
All right, heroes and zeros time. Hal, just take it away, dude, because I just want to get this out of the way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I really calmed down before the podcast, but I had a lot of animosity for Ked before the podcast started. So my hero my hero and zero of the week uh, are both related to Ked. Um, my hero of the week is the fan. Who did the Adirondack Thunder play today? Uh, the Reading Royals. Yeah, so the Adirondack Thunder played the Reading Royals. Uh, for those who haven't listened, Ked does like the in-game announcement entertainment guy uh, at that on deck. Show some respect. In-game host? Is that what we're calling it? That's what it's called. That is literally what it's called. I'm a host. It's like entertainment. Like, yeah, for, I mean, those, I'm a, for yeah. those who are unfamiliar. I'm an entertainer. Each other, yeah. they, you guys come on and get entertained, dude. Oh, I love it. I love it. <coughs> at the end of the day, my point being is that one of the Reading Royal fans tweeted at you today and said that you looked like Zach Galifianakis. No, uh, he wasn't a Reading Royal fan, dude. He was he was an Adirondack Thunder fan that was at the game, dude. Okay. All right. Sorry, I misread that, but what are your thoughts on that being called Zach Galifianakis? I've had better days. Uh, I have, although I will say I've been on quite the run here the last two weeks, so I've not really taken it to the heart that bad. Um, I'm getting back in the gym this week. I, I have the boys helping me out, keeping me accountable and disciplined. I think we're going to, we're, we're going to have a little support system going on to get Ked hot as fuck come summertime. So just watch, watch me have fucking washboard abs at your fucking bachelor party. And I'll be saying, you remember that time that you made fun of me for being Zach Galifianakis? Yeah. How, do you like these fucking abs, bro? How, what do you think though? Like if you saw him on the jumbotron and you haven't chilled with him or whatever, I mean, even you're on FaceTime right now. A le- just the be just the beard, like just that alone, like the hair, probably not. I don't see it. I did. If you had those sunglasses on, that definitely plays a part. <laughs> the blue blockers. Yeah, they were unreal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and dude, it, it kind of sucks because I went upstairs in the thunder between the second and third, and I give the mic to the guy who like calls the games. He has to like do something, and I'm sitting there with him, and he starts laughing. And he like looks at me, I'm like what? He's like, Nah, this is kind of funny. I'm like what? And he's like. Uh, we just got tweeted at that somebody thinks that you look like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> bitch, dude. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, he he fucked, probably. Can you look up his wife? Who? Zach Galifianakis. Oh, I thought you meant the guy on Twitter. I was like, no, holy shit. No, I, don't no, know. No, no, no. I don't know, dude. If you're... I bet he wheels. I bet Galifianakis wheels. I'm just looking this he's up. Probably, he's definitely rich. I mean. He's really funny. With respect to the guy who tweeted at you. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, Quinn Lundberg. Married in 2012. 2012. What a year. She's pretty. She's an actress. I don't know. Lundberg, hell of a last name. <clears throat> what's, your, uh, what's your zero of the week, Hal? Keep it going, bud. Uh, yeah, I mean, just fans that boo at their own players at games, like assistant captains, guys who have been assistant captains for a decade, they've given everything, blocked shots, battled injuries for you and then you boom at the game i don't know if you've i've never seen it uh i don't think you would do it personally but i just wanted your thoughts on someone who would do that at a rangers game specifically this weekend you're that didn't shock you at all every time he has the puck even when i'm at my house i boo him so yeah i did boo him and i booed him as loud as i could and i was drunk and people kept turning around like why is this guy yelling at mark Stahl right now and i and i and i pointed at him and i go you look right there so they knew why I was booing, and they knew who I was booing at. So this whole come at Ked thing, whole week with the fucking heroes and zeros I've had, I'm right here, Hal. I'm right here, okay? Right here. Fuck Mark Stahl, you know that. And I understand you're pushing my buttons. And then, you know, you're getting me worked up, and you're laughing over there with, the, with your cute little laugh. Yeah, I get it. All right? I, I get it. Loud and clear, dude. I'll be better. I don't know what I did to piss you off. I hate Mark Stahl. There it is. 
We good? That's my zero of the week. Okay. <laughs> I thought you would have thought that was funny. I did, dude. I don't know what your problem is. Like, take it down a notch, dude. Like, you're acting like I'm some, like, master manipulator. I just made an observation from the game from this weekend to get you talking about your experience. Let's talk about something, dude. Like, this thing fucking pissed me off, dude, right? How do you get outshot 23-2 to in the first period in your own rank against the San Jose Sharks? What was that like? Were you mad after the first so period? That lo- no, that looked bad. I was really I – was, I was in one. But uh, they didn't they didn't have that many quality scoring chances. And I know that doesn't make, I mean, it's still 19, the difference of 19 shots. But yeah, the Rangers, they just, it was a very, very, it was a sloppy first period. But like, I thought both teams were sloppy. If that makes any sense. Like I didn't, it wasn't a well-played game of hockey. I think both teams were uh, kind of feeling each other out. They both had a game the night before. I don't know. Did, did you get to see Panarin's pass to Jesper Faust? Yeah, I did. That was pretty cool. He, he, like, walked the goalie out of the net and then passed the puck five-hole to the slot to Foster. It was, like, one of the coolest passes I've ever seen. What were you and, drinking at the game? Yeah. Oh, man, so this was sick. So we, so we sat in, actually, we sat in the 100s. I've never sat in the 100s before. When you sit in the 100s, people come up to you and, and give you beers. You don't have to, like, go do that. Like, people just continuously do this. So I'm like, fuck yeah. So I put it on my card. I must have – I mean, they were tall boys – uh, but we were hammering them back, and then when I go to check out, I'm like, shit, I forgot I, I have to pay. I'm looking at it. $215 worth of beers I've had at MSB yesterday. So, yeah, I didn't feel great today. Four beers. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like – At MSG. I was like, I don't even know what to do here. And I was like talking to the guy up the whole time. I'm like, dude, you're so nice. Thanks for – keep coming back, man. I love beers. And then when I went to leave, I'm like, oh, my God, he was playing me. Yeah, he was selling you beer, dude. Yeah. It was just – I wish I would have thought that one through a little bit more. Uh, Ked just gets swindled in his first experience in fucking Section 100. But Ked's first experience living the good life. He, he do, you lived. Think the, do you think the, the beer salesman saw you, like, walk down to your seat and sit down and was like bullseye? Yeah, especially when he saw me booing Mark Stahl in warm-ups. He's like, this is the guy that I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, Who wants to go next, dude? What's up? Who wants to go next? Yeah, I got a hero. So my hero of the week goes out to our Snapchat group. Uh, we've been on a tear the past four days just sending memes of each other. Um, So Snapchat, you just kind of send a meme to each other about, like, old photos of each other. So I've got over 15,000 photos on my phone, and about probably a couple thousand of them are just, like, ridiculous photos um, dating back, like, 10 years of all of us just doing, there stu- are some good just doing stupid shit. But, uh all the boys were really firing off memes this week, and it really just, you know, just made for a fucking great week. Made the workday go by a little Ooh. faster, and it was absolute like I was just full on like belly laughs all week. So, shout that's, out to the boys for that. That's a good one, and I'm not trying to take away from that. We have more breaking news. The uh, Tampa Bay Lightning has signed free agent defenseman Zach Bogosian to a one year, one point three million dollar contract. I like that. Good for Bogosian. Hopefully, he goes out there. Messina, New York. Yeah, dude. Messina, New York, dude. Pride in Messina, I would say, uh, yeah, I like that move. Bogosian, I don't know if he's like going to be their sixth, seventh defenseman, but that's not a bad guy to have in the playoffs no, like plays, as your worst defenseman on the team. That's, I think that's a good deal. Uh, back to Dale. I mean, it, there's nothing better. So, I again, I, was, I, I got a little intoxicated last night. I wasn't that active in this Snapchat group. But I woke up the next morning hungover, hating everything. But the one thing that I had and the one thing I could do is go Jeez. on my phone. Go on the Snapchat. Memes are always there. Scroll up. I mean, Connor, who hopped on the podcast for the first time 
uh, in his career, him and him and Dale, they're, they're turning into meme lords. And uh, it's 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 pretty exhilarating to see, in my opinion. Yeah, um, memes are always there for you, and you know, in the middle of the day when you're you're hitting that two o'clock slump uh, after lunch, and you're just you look down at your phone and you've got uh, about thirteen new memes coming in, and sometimes you just gotta like be like, all right, I definitely can't look at these at my desk while there's other people around, so take a shit. I'm gonna go pretend like I'm taking a shit and uh, just take five and sit on, yeah. Yep. Just, just watch some memes. Not watching memes, dude. I like that. What was your zero? Um, so my zero goes out to like overly sensitive people when it's about driving. Uh, I ran into two instances this week where uh, one uh, I was driving with Connor and we we got we got flipped the bird. Um, <coughs> also, like a quick pause. We're not calling him Connor anymore. Rooney. We're Rooney. Rooney uh, everybody okay. has a nickname. Wow, Rooney. that's awesome. So Rooney's got I the was bird. The same thing. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Um, and then another guy asked me if I uh, considered driving lessons. So like, wait, what? Who asked you that? That was in in Vermont. I uh, it, I pulled in this guy. This guy was like backing into a spot, but I just pulled into his spot. And then Gab was freaking out, so I gave him his spot back. And then I like you know gave him a hand. I was like, hey, hey guys, hey, sorry, sorry about that. And then he's like, he's like, consider driving lessons. And I was, and he was with his son, like walking into this deli. It's like. Beautiful sunny Saturday. We're about five minutes from the ski mountains in Vermont. In what Vermont, was, what's like, your first thing? Mine would have been like consider parenting lessons. Yeah, and then we would have had a fucking battle royale, buddy. I love that. So shit. I would have stayed first, in that spot, dude. The yeah. first, the first <laughs> instance, the guy I'm driving, and the guy I'm taking a left, and this guy's hammered drunk. It's like 11:30 at night on Broadway. On on Broadway, and um, just flips me off. Like, out of nowhere. I'm just like literally turning, letting yeah. him go. Instead of waving like a normal person, he just <coughs> flips me off. And so I rolled down the window, and I said, hey, buddy, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, instead of just being like, oh, that sucked, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this guy, yeah. because I'm letting you go. Yeah. And um, you said, go to, to correct it, you said, go fuck yourself, you fat fuck. Yeah, I call him a fat fuck. <laughs> and he kind of he kind of did a turnaround, like, flinch, like he was going to, like, come at us. In, in, in his in, car? And like, no, no he's a, he's he, was a, pedestrian, he was a pedestrian car. And we're in your car. Like, what are you what are you trying to like fake at and flinch at us? Like, you're not gonna you're gonna run in the car. <laughs> he was older and his wife was walking ahead of him. I knew he wasn't gonna jump us. Plus I was in a car. Yeah. So like I could always just, You had the higher ground. <laughs> I had the higher ground. So regardless, that was a W. Garrison getting yelled at by some guy and his kid. I mean, honestly. I feel like I would have said the same thing. I would have said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, if that guy wants to fight you in front of your kid. Not only that, like, you backed out of the spot. Like, you were giving him the spot back. I know, man. Just a tough day at the office. <laughs> that guy probably probably lost $10 million in the stock market. Just gassed up the Audi Q. Yeah, right. Shut up to Vermont. Shut up to Stratton with my son who hates, who likes theater. We hate this kid, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Trying to make a man out of him. Yeah, and yeah. Garrison pulls into the spot. And a Subaru, and it's yeah. like, oh, this guy's flexing exactly. on me. Exactly. Yeah. He has a Life is Good sticker on the back. So yeah. You're like, life isn't that good. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Whatever. Um, I'll do my hero on zero if I'm, if I'm able. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So my hero this week would be Hal. Um, Hal is going to host some of the fellas uh, this weekend at his home. In Maine. In Maine. In Maine. His home is in Maine. And I have never really been to Hal's home. I don't know much about it. But in this group text, I just started calling it a cabin just because I think it's sick to be like, I'm going up to my boy's cabin in Maine. And like, but I really live in upstate New York. So I think it's kind of cool. So Hal's my hero for just being cool. Like he might live in like a four unit apartment <coughs> complex, but he's just cool with me, like calling it a cabin. 
don't give anything away, Hal. I'm, you know, I'm sure it's a, it's a, it's a lovely home, but I'm just excited. It's not a log home, you know, like I'm expecting. But I'm ex- again, Hal, for hosting and just for having a cabin in Maine. That's pretty neat. It's a good hero. Uh, quick zero. Also, Hal, this is easy for me. Really want to bring my dog, bro. Really want to bring my dog. And it doesn't sound like your cabin allows dogs for whatever reason. Weird, because I thought it was a cabin, but it's not. I know it's not. But again, just. Throwing that out there, it's fucked up. My dog's sweet, and uh, she doesn't bark or anything. She mostly sleeps. I don't give her much attention as it is, so she's used to it. Just saying, dude, think it over, think it over. Rooney out, but I just want to let you know, dude, that's that's where I'm at. You're my hero for hosting us. Would love to bring the dog. Not a complete zero, but not like not much above that. With, with I love I love how you're like you're like I'm not mad, but like you're kind of being a dick about this. <laughs> but, like, but again, thanks for having me, but like. Kind of fuck you. <laughs> As you met the dog, just like right off the bat, no, you can't bring your dog. All right, dude. Like, I get it, though. Yeah, man. I mean, here's the thing, dude. Like, realistically, like, I'm one, I'm not the habitat for humanity, right? Like, I don't run a nonprofit over here. Like, we're not <laughs> we're not boarding in and out, dude. I don't have bulls, dude. I don't have good equipment. There's, there's a lot of coyotes out here, dude. I don't know if it's a safe environment at nighttime for your animal. Um, yeah, and, you know, I thought I thought it might be appreciated – uh, that I tried to get out in front of it because likely what would have happened is if I yeah. didn't get out in front of it like five hours before you left, I would have been like, hey, dude, you can't bring your dog. Figure it out. And then and then you would have gotten like a Snapchat of them in the truck with the dog already in. We're going to be like, oh, sorry, dude, already on our way. <laughs> yeah. I, told, I asked Dale. I was like, I, I received the text from Hal. And I was like, you know what? I might just bring her. And he was like, nah. And I was like, yeah, it's super. That is that is pretty fucked. I mean. I get it, dude. I just figured it's Maine, dude. I, you know, <laughs> that's I, the thing. Like, I don't. It, you I, need to go to Maine and realize it's not like uh, the great outdoors with like fucking John Candy. Like, it's it's still it's still a place that yeah, people live. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good hearing. Figured it was like New England. <laughs> it's like you know, it's pro. I mean, I don't know. You get up there. I don't know. I feel like there's coffee shops. People bring their dogs. Breweries. People love to bring their dogs. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, if you want to. If you really want to bring your dog, dude, then you just got to find a place. Airbnb, a cabin in the actual woods, dude, bring your dog, dude. I'm down with that. Well, my fantasy was to just, like, go to Walmart, like, bring my dog, have my dog with me, leave Dale at your house, and just, like, keep driving. Go to Walmart, (laughs) like, not right where you live, but, like, keep driving north in Maine. Go to Walmart, buy, like, a semi-automatic rifle and just, like, a bunch of dry food. And like some other provisions, and just go into the wilderness, dude, into the wild. Like Michael Scott. I want to have the option, is what I'm saying. Like I can't just leave my dog with someone for like four weeks. Is what I'm trying to say. Up to New Brunswick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that escalated pretty quickly there, uh, morning skate listeners. I'm gonna move it on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me mull that one over, dude. My hero of the week goes to the on ice official at the Thunder Games. Uh, he loves the Jimmy. I met him, uh, you guys, you guys actually remember the guy that came up to us when we met Adam Graves. He's like, hey, man, you're doing a great job. You know what I'm talking about? He's he's an on-ice official, though. I I didn't know that. That's what his thing was. The guy with the kids. His kids are there. Yeah, so I saw him. Really, really nice guy. He's my hero. Also, shout out to Dan Miner. He he does the PA. Dad Roddick Thunder, he was just inducted to the Hall of Fame 
uh, Heritage Hall, which is pretty cool. Congratulations to him. Well earned. I think the people of Glens Falls really like what he brings to the table. Shout out to Heritage Hall. Love it. Um, I zero of the week, so I went to the Rangers game. I already explained this to you guys. Uh, I wore my Capo Caco jersey, number 24, and you wouldn't believe how many people came up to me like being like, yo, Callahan. I'm like, it literally says Caco on the back, man. Like, what are you talking about? There's no C. It just, I don't know. So the zero of the week goes to Rangers fans that don't know that their fucking second overall pick in the draft last year wears 24. Yeah, that's a super tough go, dude. And that's something that, and especially because he was second overall. Like, you would think someone would realize. Yeah. uh, Yeah, tough look for Rangers fans, dude. Respect to you for still wearing that jersey and standing by the young rookie. I like that. Um, Side note, dude, Rooney's right there. I think I've never, I've never seen someone get more reactions out of a jersey than we went. We went to a Bruins Rangers game a couple years ago in Boston. I think he wore like a Yager Czech Republic jersey. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, Yeah. I have that. Yeah, I mean, just fans upon fans coming and showing respect to the jersey. So that's a great jersey to wear to a game, and it's neutral, really. Did he play for the Bruins? Yeah, he did for like half a year. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, he's. I mean, I I feel like, and I, not everyone feels like this, but like you walk into someone else's barn, like you wear your yacht, like you know what I mean? Like I don't know if I like, yeah. especially it's, it's Boston. Like they're just gonna talk shit to me the whole time, even that's if I. Saying. Yeah. If I wore a Sean Avery jersey, like, someone's going to talk shit to me about it, like, whatever. You know, it, that's, it's it's a, a, dude, it's a safe bet, one, because he's a legend, and two, because it's, like, a it's a national team jersey. Like, anybody who walks by that jersey yeah. is like, that jersey's fucking sick. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could do that with, like, a USA – well, actually, I don't know if you could do USA Canada. It's just that – and Yager and Yager is, like, well-liked by everybody. Do you know anybody who, like, doesn't like Yager? No, not really. Right, like he's a, he's like a pretty well liked dude, so like that that's a sick jersey to have. Oh, we got Barks. Is he still playing? Uh, yeah, over over in Shaq. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that guy. He's unreal. Um, this is where we're gonna do our daily dose of Dale, but daily dose of Dale already did that. So now we are gonna move on to our three stars of the week. Uh, play the music. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go in Rogers hometown hockey. All right, three stars of the week. Tomorrow's Monday. Well, if you're listening to this, today's Monday, meaning it is trade deadline. Top three things to look forward to on deadline day. My third star goes to the fake insider Twitters that are now being shut down. Somebody came out the other day and said, Henrik Lundqvist has demanded a trade. You, sir, are an asshole. That did not happen. I can't wait for this to come out and say that that wasn't true. All these people with all these fake trades and, like, changing their, like, Twitter names and stuff, there's a special place in hell for all of you. Uh, That's what I have for my third star. Yeah, I think my third star, dude, and that's a really good one. I feel like we've been in, been on that topic for years in depth. I still think you should try to create your own fake insider account and see how far you can get to the top, but it, you should definitely try that one out, dude. Um, my third star, though, I think is going to go out to the morning skate for recording our uh, trade deadline podcast like 12 hours before the trade, de- trade deadline's even over so we don't have all of the big trades. Um, I think that's kind of on brand for us, like – do you know what I mean? Like, you think, you think that we should wait it until tomorrow night? No, but at the same time, I think there's going to be a real market in the Monday uh, morning hockey podcast tomorrow because most podcasts are smart and wait till the trade deadline ended. Yeah, buddy. So now you're talking my language here. So <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to kind of group all three of mine together just because I really have one. Um, what I'm really looking forward to is analytics tomorrow. I, th- I think we're going to have a lot of hot blogs coming out. I think there's going to be a lot of good tweets. Um, I'm kind of – I'm, I'm – open to a competition of which writer gets the most views on the blog per per trade um so the winner will get a custom usa puck and uh yeah i'm I'm really just looking forward to diving into these analytics tomorrow i think 
I think Dale just made, mentioned something really good, and I didn't really think about it. I think pretty much every player gets traded has had some sort of moment with their respective teams. We got to start clipping some videos together. So when when these trades happen, we're the first one to put these videos out. Huge and, content day. Tomorrow. Yeah, it is a really big content day tomorrow. <clears throat> Why I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to write a blog, so it's kind of like I wish Dale would still give me a puck. I mean, it, how long does it take Ted to write blogs? Hal, don't complain. I got a huge fucking gift package coming your way next weekend. Care package. Uh, my number two star, I love this one. I don't know why. As, as soon as the deadline day is done, uh, Bob McKenzie, the margarita tweet. Love that. Uh, actually, you want to know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm an asshole because that's not when that happens. That happens after free agent frenzy. So that one's on me. I don't have a second star. Nice, dude. Uh, that was a pretty good one, dude. I like that. I like that you caught it halfway through. Uh, my number two star, dude, is I'm going to be working the nine to five tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be at least two to three hour late, three hours late on every trade that happens. So, like by the time, by the time that I even see the trade happen, every person ever will have broken down the trade and have an opinion on it. I'll probably like miss three till I go through my phone again at five o'clock at night. So that'll be sick, dude. Just working, wishing you could actually be figuring out what's going on, but just hating your life instead on a Monday. Are you on the road tomorrow? Yeah. All right, do you want me just to call you? Yeah, that'd be nice, dude. All right. I can do that. Yeah, if you could just like send me updates, that'd be good. I'm going to be doing that, and that leads me right to my number one star, my cell phone. Uh, it's a big cell phone day tomorrow. There's going to be text messages with all sorts of groups of people in my phone, different hockey teams. Uh, I have a Rangers chat. I have this. I have great poops happen here. I just have tons of stuff. My cell phone is just – it's going to be blowing up tomorrow. It's as close to being a real insider as I possibly can get. I like when people reach out and say, hey, Kev, what do you think of this or this and that, this and that. Uh, Kevin Vlenny has been on the pot a couple times. He's already been kind of starting to blow it up a little bit here with the Rangers stuff. So um, I'm pumped. I can't wait to see what the Rangers do. And it's kind of nice because, like, Zuccarello is already traded. So whoever they trade now, like – I'm sure I'll get emotional when Kreider gets traded just because, like, he's been there for so long. And, like, I know I'm hard on him. But he's been a Ranger for forever. Uh, yes, for fast, wherever he goes, he's really going to help out a, a team. It's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do with, uh, Georgiev. Um, and like, I feel like every year there's always like one trade that nobody really sees happening and then it happens and it's like, Oh, okay. So it'd be, I can't wait to see what trade that is. Yeah, dude, that was good. I mean, you kind of took part of mine. My, my number one starts, uh, rags nation, dude, you guys are on the clock. This is it. This is kind of like the rebuild. Like, are you guys going to take a step forward? Are you going to take a step back? Uh, you brought up a really good point. I can't wait for the mediocre uh, Chris Kreider, like, highlight video his first time back at the Rangers when they put it on the Jumbotron at MSG, dude, the house that Billy Joel built. That's going to be an emotional moment for everyone in New York. Uh, over okay, a I have, I have, a, I have a Billy like, Joel fun fact for you, dude, that you're going to appreciate. Yeah, so I have Billy we, Joel. We did a tour of Madison Square Garden, and Hal always chirps us because Billy Joel has his own banner there. <clears throat> I think back, I think it was in 2014, Billy Joel signed a contract in Madison Square Garden that he will play at least one show every single month from here until the rest of his life until one of his shows doesn't sell out. And that's why he's played Madison Square Garden so many times. Because they sell out, dude. Because it's single time. Dude, I would love know. a concert. I've never. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. You know what it's like for someone like my grandma when they get Billy Joel tickets in their hand, dude. Billy Joel be sick. Dude. Why would you say that about the banner? I, I mean, I'm not. I haven't been on the pod much, dude. But like, it's a, it's a most famous arena, dude. Yeah. If it wasn't, they would have already torn it down, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't really hate MSG. I did a podcast on the podcast just, earlier just, this year. I've been listening to. I I listened to the pod, dude. It's my first time on. Those listening, but yeah, you come at you just you you these this, this is what you've been doing your whole life. These little jabs, how? Been hearing it since Modified Lacrosse, like you said. Shout out to Modified Lacrosse, dude. But you know what? 
He just hates Billy yeah, Joel. Yeah, Billy Joel's... Yeah. No, Ryan hates banners that aren't championship banners. Dude, Billy I, Joel. Here's the thing about Billy Joel, too, and I don't know if you'll agree with this. He's supposed to be like Mr. Long Island, dude, but why does he play at MSG and not the Coliseum all the time? Kind of seems like a sellout move, dude. Like, he kind of, like, abandoned his roots. I didn't know that he's from Long Island, but I think Connor and I could both say this at the same time. It's the, it's the world's most famous arena. Yeah, I don't know if you heard me say that before. It's the Mecca, dude. It's the real garden. I don't have time for this, dude. I'm pretty sure I don't have... So Coliseum still exists? Didn't they tear it down? Yeah, yeah, the old garden got torn down. I, I don't... I would never argue that TD Garden is, like, as cool as MSG. So what do you think about the Billy Joel thing, though? I think that's kind of, like, a power move uh, in terms of, like, he's playing one concert every month until he doesn't sell out. I think that's kind of sick. Yeah, dude. I think, for me, like, I'm not really chirping that Billy Joel's in the... In the bleachers, I'm just chirping that it basically looks like in the last like 25 years, Billy Joel has like as many like meaningful banners as the Rangers do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's played 119. Times. Yeah, so yeah. so I don't know who really runs that rink, Billy Joel or the Rangers. I, so we did this tour right, and like we got to go up to the Chase Bridge. Do you ever watch the uh, Rangers Bruins? But like on the Rangers feed, they always have like that Chase cool. Bridge thing. Uh, it was really cool. But when you like sit down, and it was the first time I ever did that virtual reality thing where you put the goggles on and then the uh the headphones on too and let me tell you what boys might have to get one of those what did they show you uh it was like it was really cool they showed us like uh clips of like ranger games boxing oh that's sick yeah it was actually pretty fucking cool as if like you were there like watching what was going on yeah it's weird i don't think td garden has that because they don't fucking (laughs) print money like fucking msg does so shut up dude the chase bridge is insane madison square garden is insane like, don't, don't, just don't, like, come on, man. Come he's, on. He's good. Don't go out. Dude, no, the, the, what's happening right now is you guys are lashing out because you realize. I'm lashing out. I'm excited. You're lashing out because you guys realize that the New York Rangers have all these players that they have to move and everyone else has made their big trades and yet the Rangers are still on the clock for like six different deals, dude. So you're, you have a little bit of tension in your. It's... Here's a question for you. If you're a Rangers fan, like, and the Rangers have a good day tomorrow, what would that trans, like, what would transpire to have the Rangers have a good day tomorrow? Pitch, Coming dude. from you. Picks out the butt, maybe like one or two prospects that can join your team this year, and then just prospects and picks out the ass. Okay. Kreider goes. Who else goes? Kreider definitely goes. Foss. I like Foss as a player, but if you can get like at least a second-round pick for him, I would trade him. Yeah. Uh, and then one of the goalies. I mean, you got. I would think they would try to move one of the goalies. What about Hank? What if they just got rid of him, dude? Yeah. I mean, if they don't get rid of one of the goalies, I think their thing is, is that they're going to buy a Henrik Lundqvist in the offseason. Like, you literally have to. Have to. Yeah, so that's why they should try to move them, right? Uh, I don't. I, it's, it's, so, it's that's so weird. It's, that would sting. Yeah, that would really sting. <laughs> but I don't know. What do you think Hank would want to play? If you had to guess, like I was thinking about this the other day, do you think Hank would only want to play like in like California? Like, like do you think like you like think do you think you could like see him playing in like Columbus? You know what I mean? Like I don't think Hank would. I think Hank will go wherever he thinks he has the best chance to win a cup. I don't think he cares about location. I think That's that true. Just wants to win a yeah, he, he's never won a cup. I, I feel like for if it were me personally, and I was in one of these old players' shoes, like I think about Hank, obviously in this situation, the Tom Brady thing. I'm going to Miami, baby. <laughs> I'm almost retired. I don't work that much anymore. I'm out. I'm going to Florida. That's where people from New York go. That's where we go. It's when we're older. It's nice for your old joints. I mean, Hank is... He's probably got another 100 years left in him, but hey. That's what I'm saying, dude. On that same thing, shout out Phil Kessel. He signed, like, what, for, like, seven mil a year. He's in Phoenix. He's living in Scottsdale. You probably just playing golf. Place. Yeah. Go to a warm place. Yeah, and he's got, like, 12 Chicago, goals on the year, but like, no one cares. Yeah, no, exactly. But he, he doesn't he, – he's fine. He's doing well. True. Yeah, I don't know. 
His right. family's proud of him, dude. He's Phil Kessel, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you got to cash in like that. Like, Phil Kessel wasn't built like a great athlete. You got to think his body's going to break down sooner than most. And if your body's going to break down, Scottsdale's not the worst place to do it. You might as well have a tan. <laughs> it's that nice dry air the nice dry air late in your life again these guys aren't that old but it's still like you know it maybe hank is just like fuck like i'm just not gonna win one like they're gonna trade me like who knows who knows they got they've got some good tenders what do you think do the bruins have to do anything at the trade deadline yeah i i think the hope is that we just get one more one more winger if we get like a second or third line winger uh preferably right hand shot then i think we're good moving forward there's a lot of talks all bruins fans right now and like writers are writing about cal palmieri from the devils i don't think i brought that up that's an interesting one i wouldn't hate that um but we'll see does he have term or is he unrestricted after i think he has one more year dude he would be a perfect boston bruin he plays the game really hard goes to the hard areas like dude he would be he is a bruin that would be unbelievable trade for you guys. I wonder how much you'd have to give up to get him. That's the thing. I don't think we have enough. We already got rid of that first. So we'll see, dude. But I just – I would like anything. If we have to give up some prospects, I'm cool with that. Just one more piece. All right, All right guys. Well, that was a podcast. Be sure to tune in. We got a uh, got a big week coming up. Uh, Wednesday we have a podcast coming out with the guys from Ultimate Hockey Fan Cave, Blade Shades. You're going to be checking those out. The week after that we had Larry Flowers come on. That's going to be pretty cool. Dale, you've been quiet. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I just uh, like to just ask the fans and followers if uh, how they think my podcast performance has been, and also if you'd <laughs> like to uh, send over any recommendations of hockey brands. I've I've really enjoyed bringing on these companies, kind of how they how they built these brands and uh, different different uh, different products in hockey and everything. So if you got any ideas, want to hear some people, I'll reach out. So let me know. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, you guys, everybody, have buckle up. Big day today. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast. This is Rooney. Um, thanks again, guys. Happy to be here. Um, just one thing, and I've, I've tried to, to push this on the boys. Um, morning skate bikinis. Would you buy one for your girlfriend? Would you buy one from someone else's girlfriend? It's in the works. I've been, I've been trying to get the boys to, to maybe make a move on those. I think it's nice marketing. Um, let's see what the, the, the faithful have to say. And again, thanks for having me, guys. Anytime, man. Thanks Glad that you came on, dude. Hell of a day, dude. All right, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Have you really been pushing that? So- Pussy for me, my homie got that yapper. He a banger and a copper. Hey, gangsta party, gangsta party, gangsta party. Stove on my waist, cook your ass up, gourmet. All black fofo, do you want faux play? I'm going at your face like all you of Olay. No champagne, but you know my flag rose. Swagger on steroids, Conseco, Jose. No limit records, we so bout it, bout it. I'm higher than a bitch, feel like I climbed a fucking mountain. Illness nigga, you know, my accountant still counting shots. Hit him a minute ago, but his body still bouncing. Beam on a hammer, beam on your forehead. Gotta kill the witnesses, cause Birdman car red. Holly Grove monster, Eagle Street creature. Come to your funeral, kill everybody but the preacher. I live in Miami, nigga, I south beach ya. 
Robin Leach, uh, that's how we ballin' You know that I'm loaded, but please don't think it's sweeter Beat one of you bitch niggas up like John Cena Them hoes on your money, tell them hoes we comin' Boy, we get it poppin', we ain't savin' hoes, we swappin' Yeah, gangsta party, gangsta party, gangsta party Big head, desert eagle, call it shoddy I did get that money, Stunner told me that That Zan took me up